your rational, analytic mind just for a minute, just for the length of this podcast. What if all I am about to tell you is the truth? What if the information you will be provided is from a divine source? Just for this time, I am your Axis Mundi. Consider this podcast your channel, your second opinion. When I do a reading, something larger than myself is working through me. So ask what you wish. This is your channel, your doorway to the divine. Welcome to John's Tarot Podcast. Welcome to you from New Mexico. Welcome to you from Germany. Achtung, ich rufe noch einmal Stalingrad. Hier ist Stalingrad. Hier ist die Front von der Volga. And welcome to you from wherever else in the world you may be listening. I'm going to continue this week on my experience with the uh, goddess Sophia. Last week I did kind of an explanation, a a Gnostic cosmology of uh, where Sophia comes from. And uh, today I'm just going to reveal a a little bit more about, uh, about her history. Now, my interactions came to her the first time when I was up in the high Sierra. And then I had another interaction when I was uh, here locally, a couple interactions here locally. It's not something I really go out and pursue. And I I want to tell you, I was totally surprised. Uh, As a result of my second interaction with the goddess, I asked, I go, "Who, who is this? And the name Sophia came to me. Now that 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 really knocked me down. I had no idea what who that might be. So I came back down and I I looked up the I looked up the word. I looked up the name. And this is what I came up with. And you could have knocked me over with a feather. Sophia is a uh, is, is found throughout the wisdom books of the Bible. She usually associated with the wise king Solomon. Uh, and which tells us God gave wisdom to Solomon that he became wiser than all the kings of the East and all the wise people of Egypt. Wisdom tells us Sophia instructed Solomon in the building of the temple. So the goddess comes to us from uh, ver- from really, from antiquity. And her sacred shine, shrine, the Hagia Sophia, in Istanbul, Istanbul is one of the seven wonders of the world. That is a, a little short, brief history on the goddess Sophia. And I had thought for a while, I got, that I was really weird for having this type of experience. But as I look around the internet, especially onto Aeon Bites, Gnostic Radio with uh, Miguel Connor, it is full of people who have had interactions with the goddess. Now, in terms of my interactions, I, I'll reveal this. Uh, it wasn't some big enlightenment. Uh, I got some things, information about the interconnectedness of all things, of how I'm connected to the Earth and how the Earth is connected to the solar system, how the solar system is connected to the cos- to the to the gal- to the galaxy, and how our galaxies are connected to all other galaxies, and it's all interconnected throughout the universe. Uh, I was also kind of informed that uh, I did not so much come uh, into this world as I came out of it. At least that's my perception. And uh, when I started looking some of these things up, that is closely aligned 
with the Gaia principle. I believe a guy named Lovelace has a a, a, a principle of the guy the Gaia principle documented, and this is, was what I was uh, enlightened to. I was also enlightened to happiness, how I can find happiness in this world, and what that came out to had to do with uh, I, uh, I I was shown that how television was really influencing my happiness. And that when I watch television, commercial television specifically, uh, we're put into a mild hypnotic state. That television flickers at 60, 60, beats per, 60 hertz per second, which puts the mind into a mild hypnotic state. And while we're in that state, they feed us all kinds of information. And some of that information is harmful. Some of that information is like, this is what you require in order to be happy. You must look like this. You must smell like this. You must drive this kind of car. You must have this kind of product. And that was kind of, that's the philosophy of materialism. And if you base your happiness on the philosophy of materialism, that is really empty. And then I saw myself doing something for a friend that I had done that uh, really helped him out in, in a very uh, dire part of his life. My friend Forrest, who's since passed away, through a very very uh, dire part of his life, and I had reached out and, and helped him through a difficult period, and how I felt good about that. You know, and it was six months beyond that experience where I had helped my friend, and I still felt good about it. So clearly what she was telling me is that, uh, you know, that's the way to happiness, for me anyway, is uh, to be of use to other people, uh, to help people, and I call that the path of noble service. And I've continued to follow that path ever since. So I think we're going to take a look at um, a couple of questions we can ask the tarot. Oh, what else did Sophia tell me? That if I need to contact her, I can do it through the tarot. There go. I've been practicing tarot and studying it ever since. That is the you know, part of my life that was uh, inactive, that she activated, that latent potential, that latent potential to read tarot. And she, she kind of activated it, And but I do have to continue to work on it and, uh, and study and learn. And it's really quite an interesting thing, and I get really some quite interesting results. So, in terms of what we're going to ask the tarot today, we're going to ask the tarot... What does the tarot recommend in terms of what path should we be following as a society? And then maybe more individually, uh, what does the tarot de uh, recommend in terms of developing a deeper intimacy with the intelligence of the earth itself? But now let's move on to the UFO update for the week. Hi, welcome to John's Tarot. UFO update, my wild, weird, wonderful, and sublime UFO update. Get ready to... Open the pod bay doors, please, Hal. That's right. We're going to take a little trip. This week, I have a video and, and an article. So I will, I will go ahead and read the article. It's a very short article and run the video. The article has to do with the Navy says it has more UFO footage but it doesn't want to release it due to national security. So let's take a look at the video and the article. Okay, here we are at the video. 
And for those of you who are on the webcast only, the podcast only, we have a triangle-shaped UFO in a blue background sky flying through the air. Let me get right to the article. The truth is out there, but the U.S. Navy doesn't want to share. In fact, the Navy is arguing it can't release any more footage of identified aerial phenomena because the videos are classified. The claim comes from an unlikely place. On April 28, 2020, the Black Vault, a government transparency site dealing with UFOs and other paranormal activity, filed a very real Freedom of Information Act request with the Naval Air Systems Command for all videos designated UAPs. That was a day after the Navy Air Systems Command released three unclassified videos of UAPs recorded in 2004 and 2015. Eventually, a second request was filed, which eventually received a response. And that's where things get interesting, because in their response to the Black Vault, the Navy revealed it has more footage of unidentified aerial phenomena, and this may be just one of them as we look here on the back page. The Office of Naval Intelligence Unidentified Aerial Phenomena Task Force denied release of any videos, stating that they contain sensitive information and are in fact exempt from disclosure in their entirety. Gary Carson, Deputy Director of the Department of the, Naval, of the Navy's FOIA Program Office, the release of this information will harm national security as it may provide adversaries valuable information regarding Department of Defense, Navy operations, vulnerabilities, and or capabilities. No portions of the videos can be segregated for release. So, they, may, they have more information. They just don't want to release it. As we see this UFO in the background, the triangle one looks very similar to what they've seen over the Phoenix lights. The triangle with the lights, with the light in front. I would uh, definitely encourage you to take a look at johnstarot.net to take a look at this video. It's worth, it's worth seeing. And in fact, while you're at johnstarot.net, you can go ahead and uh, go ahead and subscribe to me on YouTube. I can really use some help in making this uh, page self-sustainable. And if you're viewing this on TikTok, go ahead and follow me. I'll be doing a UFO update every week. So for this week, that concludes our UFO update. Tune in next week to see what else I have in store for you. And I do have some other things in store. Our first question, I'll do a couple of five-card readings. As a society... What does the tarot recommend? What path should we follow as a society? Let me move the cards over here. We'll move off to the side, collect the cards. As a society, what does the tarot recommend as a path we follow? Oh, how about three cards? Three cards as a society. What path does the tarot recommend we follow as a society? Those are nice and simple. First card, Hierophant, the past. The second card, the Two of Swords. And the third card, hmm, the Hermit. The first card, Hierophant. 
Dear, dear friend usually comes up to me when it's, tell, when it's telling me I have something to learn. It's time to learn something. It's time for me to subject myself back to some formal education. It's in a past position. You know, this society, we've come, uh, we've come, we were a unique experiment in government and society. And have we learned from our mistakes in the past? And will we continue to grow and learn? The Hierophant is suggesting that in the past, we have been very traditional, uh, very, very, very traditional, going along with the way things are supposed to go in terms of world governments and, and societies. And that we, uh, we have learned to change. We, we, we continue to learn. And you see two people at the foot of the Hierophant, two bald heads. These are two old junior priests. And your Hierophant is offering, offering them the opportunity to join in his learning. And as a society, that's, that's us as the United States. You know, we are learning, we're always growing, we're changing. Uh, the two bald-headed guys are examples of uh, immigrants, new people coming into our society, charging our society with new growth, uh, new energy. On, a, on each side of the Hierophant, you have uh, the, the pillars of Solomon. So that's in the past how the United States has presented itself. A learning society, a growing society, a welcoming society. Currently, we're going through some changes. The two of swords. You see the girl with two swords crossed at her chest and the moon in the background. So she is gathering information, not yet ready to make a decision. And that is us where we currently are. We have gone through a lot of changes here, especially in our political life. I don't think the changes are quite complete yet. So we need to continue to watch, to assess the situation, and uh, before we make any decisions, we're still in a information gathering stage. We should definitely be listening more than we're talking. And in the background, you see a, a, a crescent moon, which indicates the start of an of a of a new phase. So that's us. We're learning. We're we're changing. We're growing. We're learning, we're watching, we're gathering information, and uh, we're not yet to make a decision. We're keeping quiet about it, and we're getting ready to enter a new phase. That is quite interesting. And then the new phase, the nine of uh, the hermit, the nine. The hermit shows a guy, older gentleman, with a, with a, with a light and a walking staff, and he sits on the stands on the top of a mountain. The light usually indicates the light of wisdom, and that's what we should be utilizing as we go forward. And then the the staff stated steadied us steadies us on our journey. And the, usually this journey is sometimes an independent journey. It sometimes requires a time for you to be by yourself and think things out but also standing on top of the mountain and ask you to reflect on how far we have come, how far you have come, how far we've, how much we have changed. And as a kind of a congratulatory, uh, it's, a, it's a marker post. You've done really well to make it to this point. In terms of what we can expect in the future, definitely it advises us to use the lamp of wisdom, to steady ourselves, realize how far we've come, 
and that uh, maybe we have to lead the world and lead, lead on individually. Uh, that means that, you know, the world may be going one way, but we may have to go our separate way and, and reflect on how we're doing. So that was what the tarot recommends for what path we should be following as we move forward. Let's gather the cards. What is my second question? How do we develop a greater intimacy with the intelligence of the earth itself? Five cards. How do we develop a greater intimacy with the intelligence of the earth itself? Very good question. How do we develop a greater intimacy with the intelligence of the earth itself? Our first card, the King of Cups. Uh, the obstacle, appropriate. The Nine of Swords in the past. The Five of Swords in the future. <laughs> the Five of Cups. And kind of like what we can expect. Ain't that us? The Knight of Swords. So our first card, the King of Cups, uh, encourages you to be wise. That's us as we are right now. And as we look for this greater intimacy with the intelligence of the earth itself. And it shows a king with a cup in one hand, a scepter in the other. It encourages us to be wise and generous. It also, as it holds the cup of uh, you know relationships with, with the wand of intellect, the scepter of intellect, and asks us to balance our intellect with our feelings. In the background, we see fish jumping out of water. That's usually the subconscious making an appearance. And we see a, a boat on the water too. That's a ship in rocky seas. Certainly, that's how we find ourselves today, in rocky seas. So, as we are right now, we're looking to balance our emotions and our intellect to be wise leaders and encourage those around us with good behavior and, and proper stance. Our obstacles, the Nine of Swords. That's kind of a funny one. I always say that's the, uh, that's the oh my God, and uh, OMG. What that usually, though, means is that, yes, we're certainly facing some problems, and the problems seem to be staggering. Uh, certainly problems we have going on with uh, global warming and, and pollution and the Earth. But these things can be resolved. These things are generally, you know, the, the fear and anxiety generated by these things are, are mostly emotional. If we do a little hard work and we all kind of chip in it together, these issues can be resolved as we look to get that greater intimacy with the intelligence of the earth itself. But it's definitely asking us to take a look at those things. In the past, we see the five of swords. You see a man with a green tunic holding two swords on his, on his shoulder, another one in his hand, and a couple more at his feet. And people are walking away behind him. And that usually has to do with the past. I kind of like this card because it tells us to... Uh, Keep your sort of truth close. To have a thick skin in regards to what other people's opinions of you may be. You know the truth. Not everybody is going to believe you. And that uh, 
you're not going to be real happy with the opinions of other people and with the other sometimes the way other people are carrying themselves and presenting themselves. You also kind of need to keep a low profile as some of this is going on. So in relation to how does that relate to us? It, you have been in, enlightened into the way of Sophia, the, uh, the existence of the goddess. Not everybody has been enlightened to this. Keep your sword of truth close uh, and uh, move forward. Not everybody is going to appreciate what you know or what you experience. And then we go to uh, what's helping? The Five of Cups. We see a man in a cape with his head looking down. Three spilled cups in front of him. Two cups yet remaining behind him in an upright position. And in the background, we see a river and a bridge going over it, along with a castle. So what is helping us is that uh, we see that we have problems we, and problems with the earth, problems that need to be resolved, but there are still many solutions and many positive things that are behind us. Maybe we need to not look at the problem so much as look at the solutions. I know in terms of what I've done in sobriety, I always learned that it was better for me to put my energy into the solution than put my energy into the problem. And then you will find a path over a path over the river. The river is our obstacle. You will find a path. You will find a bridge over the river and to our final goal. And that is the greater in intimacy with the planet Earth itself. And then the final card is the Knight of Swords. The beginning of a change for you. The start of a more fortunate period in your life. Remain open to conflicting ideas. Keep conversations impersonal and humorous so as nobody gets hurt. And it's also a person who wants to be a start of a new journey. You see him on a horse with a sword in his hand and he's charging forward. So we are going to move forward. Okay, some of the things that we know now about our lives and about the actual planet being alive is the beginning of a new journey. If you're listening to this podcast, congratulations. You're on the beginning of a new journey, a new journey of spirituality, a new journey of growth. So let's look at these. Uh, Knight of Swords on the bottom, what to expect in the future. We're going to have more people join us on this journey. This is just the beginning. Yes, the Nine of Swords. Yes, we have some problems, but these problems can be resolved. And we need to work on them and work on them together. Let's not be overwhelmed by the problems. Instead, let's look to solutions. The King of Cups on top. Let's balance our intellect with our feelings. Let's be a good example to others. The Five of, of Swords in the past. You know, it's interesting too. Let's keep your sword of truth close. Keep a thick skin. Realize that others are not going to believe the things that you believe or understand the things that you are understanding. And as I look at the two cards, though, I've been noticing this in my tarot readings, the five of swords and then the nine of swords. The person in the nine of swords has their back to the five telling us uh, that anxiety is not, you know, you're not looking towards a solution. 
that, that anxiety is actually facing towards the five of cups. That anxiety tends to look at all the spilled cups, all the problems that, are, that will still remain. And what is helping us is that we're going to start looking at solutions and uh, pass over the river and to our goal of that greater intimacy with the earth. And that is going to be my reading for this week. As we do these things, as I do these readings, you got to remember. Professor Marvel never guesses. He knows. <laughs> that's right. He never, he never, he never guesses. He knows. So I hope to see you all next week. Take a look at johnstarot.net, the new webpage. I'm really happy with it. It really looks nice. Send your questions in there. There is a form up there. If you look, there's a button in the upper left-hand corner. Press the button. There's a contact button. You can contact me through there. Uh, go ahead and if you see me on YouTube, go ahead and subscribe to me on YouTube. And uh, if you're looking at me on TikTok, go ahead and follow me on TikTok. Let's make this a self-supporting endeavor. So until next week, I look forward to seeing you all again. Be cool, be safe, be wise. And I'll see you all again next week. Bye-bye. Hi, this is John of John's Tarot. Hey, I can really use your help in making these videos self-supporting. If you could just follow me on TikTok or subscribe to me on YouTube, that would be a great help. Thanks a lot and enjoy the videos.